Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Steve. And you are listening to SMH Sports. This is our first episode. We are making a brand new podcast. We're going to talk about current sports news, college news, college sports news, and basically everything surrounding it. Today is our first episode, as I said, and we're going to be covering our fantasy football draft. It's a 12-man league. We're going to go over every team, give our thoughts on certain players, and kind of predict how each team is going to do throughout the year. Obviously, there were some injuries today, talking about J.K. Dobbins last night, who today found out he's a torn ACL, so he's out for the year, and just, we're going to go by team by team and see how it goes. So. All right, you guys start with yours? Yeah, we'll start with mine. So my team name is the Bikini Bottom Motorboats, and at quarterback, I have Josh Allen. I think, how did, what kind of year do you think Josh Allen's going to have? I feel like he's going to have a great season, going to take the Bills to the playoffs, Probably win their division, too. But uh, I do have a feeling that the Bills are going to try and run the ball a little bit more this year. And I feel like usually after having such a great year like Allen did, he'll have a little bit of a drop-off in production. I I can see that happening, but I also like the chemistry him and Diggs have built off the field and does translate on the field very well. I, I, well, I think he's still going to put up like good numbers, and I think the Bills are potential Super Bowl favorites, but I just think he won't be maybe position ranked two again. I think he'll be he'll still be a top quarterback to have, but I, I just don't think he'll put up as many points as last season, is what I'm saying. I get that, I get that. And you talk about their running game, Devin Singletary's a stud. They just have to learn how to yeah. use him a little bit more. Yeah. He can be really him and Zach Moss is a duo out of the backfield. I mean it's not shading McCoy in the snow. But yeah. it'll, it'll be something <laughs> it'll be something that they can rely on. And I think that with him and if Beasley is allowed to play due to the vaccine situation, they'll have a pretty good year. And, um, I agree with you on that. Come down to my running back, we have Alvin Kamara. I was a little bit worried about drafting him just due to the fact that last year his games played without Drew Brees. A bit of a drop-off, but I think that... But that without, wasn't with Jameis, the quarterback. Exactly. That was with Taysom Hill. I think with Jameis, he'll be a little more comfortable. They're going to have to rely on him a little bit more without Michael Thomas and, again, the loss of Emmanuel Sanders. You got to remember too. Uh, Winston threw for over five thousand yards when he started with Tampa two years ago. I mean, I think Kamara will have a lot of. Uh, he'll be effective, like as a receiving back, but also just running the football too. I, I think that was a great first round pick. I think he's going to be just as good as he was in previous years. Even though some people are apprehensive with without having Drew Brees there anymore. Every player is going to have their worries, but. Coming down to my second running back. Oh, yeah. James Robinson. James Robinson. <laughs> I picked him up because I had him last year, and they uh, they drafted ETN with the first-round pick they had this year, obviously. But the draft was before <clears throat> that injury. So I was able to capitalize on that. And uh, having him definitely, definitely spiked my team up a lot because I was able to put him as my RB2 or flex. Um, talking about my flex, I have Chris Carson there. So those three rotating throughout the running back positions are going to be very good. Chris Carson in a high-powered offense, I think, obviously, a pass-heavy offense, but they moved down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had some injuries last year, so he wasn't as effective as he could have been. But he's still he's not the best receiving back, but he can still catch a touchdown here or there. I think he had a couple good receiving games last year, if I remember correctly. But I think he'll – not that many – you might be one of the only people, actually, in the league who has three running backs that are – three starting quality running backs on this on the same team. Yeah, you know, kind of my wide receivers, I have uh, Justin Jefferson, who 
with the small regressive Adam Thielen that I see coming forward due to you know his age and everything. Followed by DJ Moore from Carolina. I think he's going to take a huge leap forward this year. Yeah. Those are two young guys. I expect them to be explosive. You know, they're not D Hop. They're not Julio. They're not uh, Devontae Adams. They're not. Gonna... I, Justin Jefferson, if he improves from last year, I think that's the potential top five receiver that you got right there. Maybe top t- top ten, top five, if healthy the whole season, and if Thielen clearly moves into a number two role. Because there were still games where. Yeah. Adam Thielen had much higher production last year than Jefferson did, for sure. They're in a similar situation as Seattle is, with you have Tyler Lockett and Adam Thielen, and then you have the emerging DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Tight end, I have Jonu Smith, who was a dog on the Titans last year, coming to a tight end heavy offense with Bill Belichick. He, um, he will be splitting time with Hunter Henry, though, I assume. I mean... If they're able to do like the same level of production, maybe that an Aaron Hernandez, Rob Gronkowski, I- I'm not saying that they will because they don't have Tom Brady as the quarterback anymore. But if they're using them just as much, like that's John Smith could be a very, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A very good tight end. It, not, I don't think he's top tier. I think that's one of your weaker positions on the field, but I, I still can see him having a there's, pretty solid year. There's obviously a massive drop off at the tight end position. Yeah, but I, I think you lucked out there. I think. I think Smith will have a good season. I, I think he'll be a nice average tight end. He'll never – I don't think he'll ever put up any duds for me because the Patriots do love tight ends in the receiving game. So. I feel like tight ends are a position where they have a lot of dud games, though. Like I had Darren Waller last year, awesome most of the season, but then there were some games where he had like two catches for nine yards. That's also on Derek Carr a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll get to him eventually. Um, but, I mean, Smith is going to have some inconsistent oh, quarterback. for though, sure. Though. For sure. I mean, he doesn't know who – it's basically a week-to-week with who's going to be his quarterback. That's true. That's true. And, I mean, speaking of the Patriots coming to my defense, they're my defense out of the draft. Personally, I switch defenses week by week. I don't. Um, if I have a strong defense, like the Colts defense, I, I think is still one of the better ones in the league. I'm probably going to keep on, hold on to them the whole season. Uh, but, yeah, I can see the week-to-week. Last year, I would just look for whoever was playing. Exactly. That's, that's what you got to do, basically. Figure out which team sucks the most and just uh, kind of roll see, see, see what defenses are on the waiver wire. But If the Patriots produce, I'll probably keep them there. Patriots still have a good defense. A lot of their guys are aging, but like as long as you still have Gilmore back Hopefully, there, yeah. uh, I, I think they should be a top 10, if not top 15 defense. Something you could hold on to. And just so we get through the whole league, we'll go pretty fast here. My kicker, Jason Myers, he's on the Seahawks. You know, He's going to have... A lot of touchdowns, a lot of scoring opportunity. Jamar Chase off the bench. He'll probably come off to a slow start. He's been iffy in the preseason. Yeah, yeah, those those drops have been a problem. But at least what I did with T. Higgins last year, who I thought had a very good season uh, as their number two guy behind Tyler Boyd, he did nothing in the beginning of the season. And I think it was the Eagles game where he had a breakout, like two-touchdown game. So I, I think you should probably keep Chase on the bench. To begin with, but who knows? I mean, if Burrow starts playing really well, they start getting that LSU connection back. Jamar Chase could have been a huge steal for you. Oh. Put him in that starting spot pretty quickly. That's that's honestly what I'm hoping for here. You also got Henry Ruggs. I mean, it's what, his second year. If he's able to become more of a threat in that offense, I feel like. I think that if they can use his speed, they'll be pretty good. Same with uh, LaVisca Chenault. I think with Trevor Lawrence, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to be their savior. But they're definitely going to trust the pass game more than they did last year. That's true. Which, I mean, that's going to lead to more opportunities for him overall. 
And then David Johnson, late round filler. You know, Houston is a big question mark, but they're not a big question mark. They're just going to be terrible. There's no, no questions. That's about actually that. yeah. That's actually facts. <laughs> uh, Latavius Murray, I got him purely based on the fact that if Alvin Kamara goes down, I have him there because he does go off occasionally when he is the lead back. Plus, if I'm in a pinch, he's not a bad flex play because he does get goal line touches. It's true. Justin Fields, I picked up one. I like the Bears. Two, he's going to take over around week three, week four, I believe, and he's explosive. His legs are going to carry him. And uh, I picked up Jacoby Myers off the waiver wire today. He, you know, didn't he have some pretty good games last year? I feel like Cam Newton made him like his number one target yeah. after a few weeks. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to be a number one or two option in New England. But, again, that's also behind like, the tight ends and – running backs and, you know, just trying to figure out what they're doing there. And then on my IR right now, I have T.Y. Hilton. I mean, if Wentz comes back on his revenge tour, I see some pretty good things coming out of Indianapolis. But uh, T.Y. Hilton's production started to regress a little bit last year. I feel like he picked it up towards the end of the season, but he was pretty ineffective in the beginning of the year. And then they're obviously looking to develop guys like Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, yeah. as their future number one. So Plus they're going to lean a little bit towards more than one with uh, – Jonathan Taylor. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, my team, what is it, 14-game uh, season, 13-game season for fantasy? I think it's 13-game season. 13? I'm not sure what the deal is now that it's a 17-game season, but we'll just say how many wins. We'll say 13. I, I could see me, if everyone stays healthy, you know, I could see maybe eight, eight, seven, eight, seven, seven to nine I, wins I, around I, there. I, that's literally exactly what I was thinking. I, I think that sounds about right. Seven to nine, because, I mean, there's – there's going to be off weeks. It happens with every team. Plus, there's better teams. You know, there's people are better. There's better players. So, I think seven to nine. I think I get in the playoffs. You know, I like it. All right. Next is uh, Team Patel, our friend Rishi. Starting off with his Philly-born, because he loves him, Jalen Hurts is his quarterback. I, uh, I'm, I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I liked him coming out of college. I kind of wish the Steelers picked him, but... Yeah, he, he's a winner for sure. I mean, as an Eagles fan, I am very optimistic about him. I hope he's great this year, but it's also a big question mark. I mean, you saw him look awesome in games like the Saints game and the Cardinals game last year. But teams have had time to game plan for him. Uh, it's going to be definitely adjustment him moving into that starting role. I don't. I think that's one of the weaker uh, or more questionable quarterback spots in our league for starting. But in pick was probably more heart than actual logic but who knows uh, Jalen Hurts he's able to run the ball too so that could be a good exactly it it could be a good pickup but let's see who's back up Ryan Tannehill's his backup I think Tannehill probably Tannehill says he's out right now what's the injury check it right now this is a live injury update on the on the uh podcast here Oh, it's he's on the COVID list, so I don't know why. Uh, okay, he's on yeah. Bench. So I assume he'll be he'll probably be back. I feel like he did have Tannehill as his starter. Well, Jalen Hurts is projected for twenty. Tannehill's projected for seventeen point five. So he Ooh. might he might purely be going based on the numbers there. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Jalen Hurts, I, I was watching him against Pittsburgh in uh, preseason. He does have some jitters. He has the arm though. There was a guy. I don't know the receiver. He's pretty speedy. Uh, I feel like. Well, Dallas Goddard, the tight end, he had that was his biggest completion to him in the Pittsburgh game. Well, I was actually talking about an incompletion oh, on their first yeah, drive. Yeah. He had a guy about 45 yards downfield, open, but he just kind of led the throw a little bit too much inside. And I mean, there's going to be jitters, especially like with his whole situation last year, taking over. You know, like last year, you know, I expect good things of him this year, and 
going back to last year with his running back, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he... Uh, I I don't like the Zeke. I, I would stay away from Zeke. I feel like his production just keeps slowing down every year. The Cowboys' offensive line gets wor- worse. I The Cowboys have so many weapons in the pass game, and Ezekiel Elliott's, like, decline. I think he's going to be a very mid-tier running back. I'm not sure... I personally don't think Zeke's going to have the best season. I, I agree, especially with the likes of uh, well, Dak. Dak is coming back off his injury, but he is still a slinger, and I see him hitting CD with a breakout year, Amari, and Gallup. You know, they have a lot of weapons there. I think that their passing game is going to be a lot better. And, I mean, his second running back, Kareem Hunt, he's a passing uh, running back. You know, he gets a lot of touches out the backfield. And while he is sort of number two to uh, Nick Chubb, he was honestly. I thought. I remember when Nick Chubb went down last year. I thought Kareem Hunt was going to move into the top spot, but his numbers. He got more touches, but his num like point numbers stayed relatively the same. I feel like he thrives a little bit more with Chubb in there mm-hmm. when there's a shared workload. Kareem Hunt's the better pass catching back of the two, in my opinion, and he's also <coughs> also scored a lot of touchdowns last year. So I think as an RB two or a flex spot, I think Kareem Hunt should work just fine. I completely agree. I mean. I dislike the Browns purely based on the Steelers, but that's probably one of the most balanced backfields in the league, just purely because they, they, no, go, it, they play it, off it of each the, other so the, well. It's the best running back core in the league. I don't think there's much debate on that, at least in my opinion. Now, we talked about jitters with Jalen Hurts, but his wide receiver one, Calvin Ridley, do you think he'll have any jitters taking over that for sure wide receiver one rolling around? No, I think Calvin Ridley is going to be one of the best wide receivers in the league this year. I'm not sure if you think it's a hot take, but... It's definitely going to happen. I, Calvin Ridley is ready to fill Julio's shoes. That might be a little bit of a hot take. He might not be the next Julio, but I'm expecting him to, if he plays a full season, to have at least 1,200, 1,300 receiving yards. Plus, they do have to respect Kyle Pitts on that offense now, too, which will free him up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Matt Ryan has always been throwing for 4,500 yards a year. I, I don't. The Falcons won't be good, but I can see them being a uh, – I can I can see Calvin Ridley producing quite a bit due to how often they pass in that offense. <clears throat> I, I completely agree. And while we were talking about Justin Jefferson on my team, Rishi has Adam Thielen. So I don't like that spot as much. I I feel like again Thielen's a question mark. He's he's definitely going to have some big games, but he's starting to get to the age where you don't know when he's going to have a sudden decline. I'm not saying that he will. I just feel like he is more of a riskier option than he was in previous years. For sure. And he also does have Dallas Goddard as his tight end. So Yes. Dallas Goddard's a great tight end. I, I personally think that's one of the steals at tight end. I feel yes. like he's not – like there's the top three guys. Who, what, you got Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. Kittle, yeah. Those are the clear-cut top <laughs> three, but I feel like Goddard is definitely a week-to-week starter. He's going to be putting up 10-point games. And Nick Sirianni really likes using – Two tight end packages, so Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard will both be in there together. I feel like the Eagles will definitely thrive off of tight ends. I, I'm not sure if I like having Jalen Hurts and Dallas Goddard on the same lineup, though, because one bad game means he's probably losing that week. Oh, yeah. Um, his flex, you know, Robbie Anderson out of Carolina. I like the quarterback change with Sam Darnold. Um, I they, think... they played together in, with the Jets before, uh-huh. too, right? They already exactly. had that previous chemistry. Exactly. So they already hooked up there. And the whole offense in Carolina, I think, is going to take a leap forward with Sam Darnold. Just, like, both sides getting a fresh look at the quarterback position, both his own personal needs, mm-hmm. plus the team needing a little bit of a spark. 
it's it's ve- yeah, I, it's a very progressive offense too that they have with uh, Matt Rule as the head coach. Uh, I think college college head coaches coming in, like everywhere Matt Rule has gone, his teams have succeeded. The offenses have gotten better. Whether it was uh, Temple where he was first, from around that area, he he changed that into a winning college football program. Same with Baylor, he made them a really good team, and I really think. Maybe not this year. I think they'll be like an eight-win team, but I think Rule will take the Panthers to the playoffs in the near future. And I think Robbie Anderson will be a big part of that of offense. Him and DJ Moore is a good one-two in that offense. It's going to be explosive. Yeah. And you, obviously, the next team we're going to talk about has Christian McCaffrey as his RB1, but that frees up the receivers a lot because you, you cannot not respect one of the top backs in the league. Oh, yeah. And uh, his defense is the Packers. Kicker is Harrison Butker for KC, which they're going to score. It's that simple. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's like, a safe kicker pick. Uh, like D, said, Packers D, I feel like that's a week to week thing. You don't exactly. know. Uh, you don't know when. Uh, what was that guy's name that blew the coverage? Kenny King. King, yeah, yeah. They resigned him too. They did. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not going to be an every week kind of thing. But the Packers defense, it's it's good. Not sure if it's going to be uh, a week to week defense though. And his bench rounding out with Tannehill, as we said, Malcolm Brown in Miami, who's going to play second fiddle to uh, Miles Gaskin. Tyrell Williams, who I think, you know, going into Detroit with the loss of Kenny Galladay, he'll get some looks from Jared Goff, who's going to try to show out. Uh, Darrell Williams, I mean, again, behind Clyde. You got Sonny Michelle, who was just traded to the Rams because Henderson went down with a thumb injury. Ooh, and then, uh, I didn't know Henderson had that thumb injury. Yes, sir. I'm on St. Brown. Again, another Detroit wide receiver. You got Cordell Patterson, who... You know, he'll be used in many different ways. He's a, he's a running back right here, but he will also be used in the passing game. So he'll be- I'm not sure if he's going to be warning a, a roster spot. I feel like you could, his his production is too all over the place. Oh, he'll, he's, he'll have those kick return touchdown games, but how can you predict that? He's, I, he's never been uh, never been a starting wide receiver in yeah. my eyes. So he's, he's a fantastic return man, though. One of the exactly. Best, one of, probably the best I've seen other than Devin Hester. Um, I was just going to say, you cannot forget Devin Hester. No, never. Now, a very intriguing spot on his roster is his IR spot, which is filled by Michael Thomas right now. I like that. You know, granted, he got him later in the draft, which I would not have taken an early-round pick on Michael Thomas just because... He's missing, what, at least the first four games of Four the to season? six, exactly. Four to six. Okay. Plus, he's a little bit inconsistent, and Jamie's likes to bomb the ball rather than go for those short 15-yard slants. Slant boy. Slant boy, exactly. So we're going to be able to kind of see him untap. I, I think I think he's going to do just fine. With uh, I think he'll be able to adjust. He still is one of the best wide receivers in exactly. the league. And for Rishi's lineup's sake, I feel like if Thielen kind of falls off a cliff this year, Michael Thomas can pick up that load. Because I think Robbie Anderson is also capable of being a wide receiver too, but that just adds more depth to Rishi's team exactly. than Michael Thomas. Because his running back depth is not really there, but his receiver, he has some trade bait with his receivers. He can get something done. All right, what's your uh, what's your win prediction for Rishi? I feel like I'm, I don't see this team as a playoff team just yet. Sorry, Rishi. I, I just don't like, I, I feel like Hurts at QB1 is a little risky. Ezekiel Elliott, high risk, high reward. Um, and same can be said with Thielen. If these guys don't work out, I can see Rishi being like a five to six win team. I was going to say what best case scenario for Rishi is seven wins, I think. I, I can agree with that. I mean, who knows? He could yeah, get some know, great waiver wire fantasy, players. We're just fantasy about- is fantasy. We're just going off right now. And that brings us to Team Skeet. I don't know if we can say that right here, but his, uh, his first quarterback for my friend Rohit, one of my favorite players in the league right now, Justin Herbert. He's young, explosive. And he actually had time to prepare this offseason and to prepare to be the starter. 
I think that him and Keenan Allen are going to take a massive jump forward this year. I'm a big fan. I can see that if Herbert is able to improve even more, I can see the Chargers potentially being a playoff team. Because I didn't see he had Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert. That is huge. I If those two are like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams last year, not saying that they are, that could be a game changer and that, that might make him one of the elite teams in this league. Exactly. But again, it can always come back to that curse where quarterback-receiver tandem, bad game, bad fantasy week, it'll happen. But his running back, Christian McCaffrey, you know, coming off of last year, I think he's recharged. I think he's going to be great. I think he is, you know, people are sleeping on him a little bit purely based on I don't know. Are people really sleeping on him? I feel like most people have him as the first overall pick in the draft. Well, I still think that people are undervaluing him a little bit. They're like, oh, yeah, he's the best in the league. We're going to take him. But But they don't understand. Exactly. But last year, he did play two games, and his average for that year was 30 points. Yeah, well, and he did come back for one week, and he had another, like, 30-point game. He only played in, what, three games last year? Exactly, yeah. Which I think is good because he has time to rest now. He's going to come back fully healthy and on a mission. Yeah, he's, he's still dangerous. Uh, we got Miles Sanders as his RB2. He's a Philly fan, too, but I like this pick. I mean, Miles Sanders on that offense with Jalen Hurts where they have to respect the RPOs, I think that Miles Sanders is going to have a really nice year. He can catch out the backfield, and he's he's filthy. He should be getting more carries, too, in a new system because Doug Peterson is the head coach. There were times when Miles Sanders would have more than 100 yards rushing, but he'd only have, like, seven or eight carries. So if we're able to make Miles Sanders a workhorse back, he's getting 15 to 20 carries a game. And also as a receiving threat out of the backfield. I, the Eagles do a better – I feel like Boston Scott's a better receiving option out of the backfield. But Miles Sanders should still be a very productive. He's the definition of a good RB2, I feel like. Oh, I, exactly. Low, low, low-end RB1. Yeah. Next is Keenan Allen, like we talked about. I think he's going to do a very, very great job with Justin Herbert. He, Keenan Allen's usually one of those guys that has a lot of receptions, too. Like, if Keenan Allen's able to get over 100 catches, like 1,300 yards, like, this, people, I feel like, are undervaluing the Chargers' offense fully healthy this year. They could be up there with the Chiefs. This could be a team that will give the Chiefs some competition in their division this year. I'm not saying they're as good as the Chiefs yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if Herbert and Keenan Allen and that offense is able to get a win over the Chiefs this year. Oh, I 1,000% agree. Now we go down to San Francisco with Brandon Ayuk. He's more of a wild card. I, I, did you see his touchdown last year? With the flip? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I guess it was more of like a hurdle. It was a hurdle. It was a yeah. hurdle, yeah. Yeah, against the Eagles on Monday night. Like This guy's clearly got skills. Obviously, the 49ers offense was just a, a shit show last year, really, with how many – well, their whole team, not just their offense. Um, but Ayuk should provide some uh, good receiving game. Also, he – he does take a few carries per game. So as a wide receiver, too, I'm not saying I hate him there. I'm not saying I – or actually, no, I'm not saying that I love him there. I think I think he could be a pleasant surprise, though, put up good numbers in his second year. And you do have to see who his quarterback's going to be for the majority of the year. That's true. That's With true. Trey Lance and Jimmy G, slightly different playing styles. You know, Lance is a little bit more mobile. Um, but he can still bomb it. So it's also about getting chemistry with the quarterback, which can – Take a little bit extra time to build whenever you are uncertain week to week who's going to be your quarterback. That's true. And the tight end, uh, Logan Thomas. I honestly think that this is a steal. I think Logan Thomas was the third-ranked tight end last year. 
Um, he really progressed in the second half of the season. I, I know the Washington football team does have a different quarterback situation this year, but his confidence should be pretty high, and their receiving game is still unclear, but I feel like Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas are the top two t- targets on that offense, so should work out pretty well. Yeah, and uh, while well, we recorded this in two different spots for this episode, and since the last time we did this, Cam Newton was released by the Patriots – which makes me try to think if there's a reunion with Ron Rivera happening in Washington, maybe. That is true. That is true. So Logan Thomas is definitely going to have a step up from quarterback last year, whatever way you look at it. So um, you can't complain about Fitz Magic, though. I, I feel uh, like not, I feel like no. he is the ultimate journeyman veteran quarterback that you'd want on your roster to start the season if you're the Washington football team. Oh, 100%. He always goes off at the start of the season. That's but, true. That's true. I mean, his running back in the flex is uh, Chase Edmonds. Um, I'm a big voucher for James Conner in Arizona. He's injury-prone, though, so who knows how much he'll actually play. But Chase Edmonds seems to be the number one there as he knows the system, but it's probably going to be a 1A, 1B situation. I feel like I feel like Edmonds is going to handle more of the receiving load like he did last year, and Kenyon Drake took more, more of the bulk of the carries. But honestly, Chase Edmonds should probably be the one that produces more out of the two of these guys. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good flex spot. I like it. And then his defense is the Panthers. That's kicker. A week, that's a week-to-week week Yeah, of course. Uh, kicker's Matt Prater on the uh, Cardinals. I mean, they're going to score a lot, so that's not a bad pick. He can kick some long balls, too. I mean, he mm-hmm. holds the record for longest field goal in history, 64 yards, so that could get you some points. And a couple highlights on his bench would be Jarvis Landry out of Cleveland. I think he'll have an okay year. I, I think he'll do better than he did last year. I feel like he really picked it up towards the end of the season, so hopefully uh, – He'll be able to produce more and could be moving to the wide receiver two slot. Let's say Ayuk doesn't work out. So Exactly. And his backup QB is uh, a very proud favorite, Carson Wentz. What, what do you mean? For Jarvis Landry? No, for his team. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. My bad. Um, yeah, Carson Wentz, I don't know. Carson Wentz could have a great season or he could still be throwing uh, passes 10 yards over the heads of receivers <laughs> in the flat. So it'll be interesting to see how Carson Wentz does. I feel like he might be the biggest wild card at quarterback. We see 20, 2017 Wentz. It could be great, but I, I doubt that'll happen. I'm hoping it's somewhere in between where he plays well enough to get the Colts into the playoffs because of how talented their roster is, but we'll see. Exactly. So we're going to go from talking about a uh, rundown, newer quarterback to our next team. Well, well, hold on, hold on. What do we think uh, Rohit's record's going to be? Oh, I forgot about that. All right, Rohit, let's, let me go back up to his team real quick. I, I like his team. He is a really good I team. I think if, if it works out, barring any injuries, I, I'd say he's a 9, maybe 10-win team. Yeah, I... Last year, he was an 8-win team, but was the worst team in our league he by He literally scored, the like, the least amount of points. He'd win, st- he'd win games scoring 72 points. Yeah, it was, it pissed was me off, man. Cause he, mm. But this year, I think, could be different. Who knows? He could be the highest-scoring team and be 5-8. and eight, like yeah, If he has that. games where Herbert and Allen match up, it'll go, it'll go up oh, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think around the 9-10 to 10 win uh, range is good for him. I agree. I agree. Now let's move on to Team Zwedelitz. Yeah, our friend Will, crazy last name, his uh, starting quarterback is the ageist wonder Tom Brady. And, you know... That that's I feel like that's pretty safe at, at QB. I mean, he has some dud games in here in the beginning and the middle of the season, but I'd say for the most part that's a consistent starting spot. He'll have games where he throws four or five touchdowns. Uh, I don't see that being a problem. I of all time. 
I don't see Tom Brady scoring under 12. I don't see him scoring over 35. That's I see true. him That's consistently true. in like that. Well, he just adds no ground game whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. But... I don't. I think he's past his years where he can completely light it up to where he'll put up a 50-point fantasy game. That's true. But I, I don't know. He's got a lot of weapons. He, so he it does. Is, it is possible. Because, I mean, I remember he threw five touchdowns against the Chargers last year. Like, if he goes up against a bad defense like them again, I Dude, I'll spend, I I'll spend years it. after years talking shit on Brady <laughs> just to be, like, shoved in my face what he does. It's just... Uh, dude, I used to hate Tom Brady, but ever since he's went to Tampa Bay, this guy's had a personality switch. He might That's be my favorite personality actually, like, in the league. Actually, like, I agree like, I, I love lot. his social media presence. He's... He's the man. Like, I, no I do it. like him a lot on Tampa Bay. He's actually a real human being. He's a real boy. That's true. That's true. He, well, who is his RB2? Jo- oh, we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. But uh, RB1's got some questions, though. Saquon Barkley. So we go to Penn State. So obviously we have a huge soft spot for Saquon Barkley. But these past two years have been really... Uh, his, his knee has a soft spot right now, which I'm kind of worried yeah. about. <laughs> I, uh, now, there's no doubt that he's going to play a massive part in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they do have Kenny Galladay, but you also have to – this is a make-or-break year for Danny Dimes. He's either He has the weapons. He's getting his star running back back. He has a true wide receiver one now. And, I mean, Evan Ingram is not the worst tight end to have. So if he can't make anything shake here, I think that he's out after this year. Should be. But Saquon is still going to be a three-back down. He's still going to get – Passing and rushing combined, I say 18 touches a game. Maybe even more. If he's full, maybe they'll ease him into it just because of how much limited playing time. He, he only played one game last year. He missed a few games the year before. They'll ease him into it, uh, and then I think he'll he'll Explode. really take off. Down the stretch, if he's healthy, he's going to be a great player. I agree. Now, Javante Williams, kid coming out of UNC. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about him. I heard he's explosive. I heard he's basically like Melvin Gordon when he came into the league. Uh huh. Melvin Gordon, the year he came into the league, though, had zero touchdowns. Well, I mean, you're talking about like prime. Good, yeah. Melvin Gordon's still a, a solid player too, in my opinion. But that was a bad analogy there. What the calling him the... when he came into the league? Yeah, <laughs> kind, of, I'm kind of like his breakout year. He's fast. Yeah, yeah. He's elusive. Um, he makes the electrifying plays. That's big because. That's basically what they drafted him for was his wow factor. Um, now, Denver did announce that Teddy Two Gloves is going to be their starting quarterback. I like that call. I do. I do, too. Drew Locke. I mean, I feel like Drew Locke could earn the earn the job back, but I feel like Teddy Bridgewater has proved, proven more, especially taking the Vikings to the playoffs before, and he went undefeated with the Saints. Nine, he, I think it was either 7 or 9-0. and oh. I think it was 7-0, and oh, yeah. 7-0, um, oh, yeah. But who knows? Like Denver running backs tend to succeed out of nowhere. Like who knew Philip Lindsay would run for a thousand yards back to back seasons? It, it could be Javante Williams. We don't know. Well, while we're on the topic of ex Vikings, Stephon Diggs. This is wide receiver one. I, I love Stephon Diggs on the Bills. Oh uh, yeah, that was this had to have been or no? I guess this might have been his second round pick. Uh, First or second? I don't know. Second, definitely. Yeah, second. I mean Stephon Diggs is. Even if even if the Bills pa- don't pass as much fourth this round year, pick, how Stephon Diggs dropped to the fourth round in our league? I I'm really stupid, I guess. That's unbelievable. I mean, he he might have the best year out of any receiver in the league, honestly. Uh, he picked Javante Williams third round. Who was his second round pick? Was it Kyle Pitts? No shot. Might have been. Nah. Uh, his second round pick could have been Mike Evans. 
Mike Evans. Yeah, that that makes sense. Or no, it wasn't. Oh, what the hell? I, I'm actually very curious. Did he did he make a trade? Maybe. No. Was it Ceedee Lamb? No. Who was his second round pick, dude? That couldn't have been Tom Brady. Couldn't have been. No. Okay. I'm so sorry about this break in the show. I'm just very curious. Who's this? Said so he took Tom Brady fourth overall. This that, just isn't right. That doesn't make sense. Interesting. All right. Yeah, that's this, these are yeah, these it's are wrong messed up. Proje- oh, well. These are wrong projections, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, Stephon Diggs, the clear cut wide receiver one in Buffalo. That's a no brainer. He's going to have a fantastic season again, they unless are, he completely falls off a cliff. I just don't see that happening at all. They're an no. insanely explosive offense. Bills are Super Bowl contenders. This yeah. Year. Honestly, I think they're my pick to come out of the AFC this year. I think they, they're better than the Chiefs, but we'll see. I, I could see that happening, honestly. Um, I think that he'll click. He has clicked. He'll keep clicking and just keep building on his chemistry with Josh Allen and kind of go up another level if that's even possible. Mm-hmm. And we kind of mentioned a couple of players on his team already trying to find their draft pick, but CeeDee Lamb is his wide receiver too. I I hate the Cowboys, but I adore C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb's a good player. I was really upset when the Cowboys traded ahead to draft him because uh, I, I didn't think they needed a wide receiver. Uh, with three guys that they're spreading the ball to, equal, guys that I think are all good receivers, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb, he might not have the best year, but I think he's going to improve from last year, especially having Dak back, and hopefully those guys can build better chemistry, better relationship. What's It says he's out. What's his injury? Do you know? Well. I bet you it's COVID. Might be. Let's see. It's just not. Interesting. Uh, yeah, COVID protocols. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he's going to have a step up from last year, though. Hopefully him and Dak can build that chemistry. I mean, I think that's a solid spot at wide receiver. A hot too. take that I'm going to give you is at the end of this season, numbers-wise, target-wise, yardage-wise, CeeDee Lamb is going to be number one on the Cowboys wide receiver depth chart. That's not necessarily a hot take. I just don't – I feel like it's going to – definitely get closer between him and Amari and mm-hmm. don't count out Michael Gallup too I feel like there's games where Michael Gallup is the clear cut receiver one on that team Michael Gallup has his Sammy Watkins kind of games for the Cowboys yeah. he'll just show up whenever that's true that's true his tight end is a very intriguing pick yeah so Kyle Pitts should be like a wide receiver basically basically dude he's gonna be like a George Kittle type player to me yeah I mean you can hope that he can has that he can have a big year uh who knows he could be like Evan Ingram just end up being like slightly above the middle pack in his first few years but the amount of hype that this guy got what was he the fourth overall pick this year yeah i yeah i would be shocked to see him have less than like 800 receiving yards this year well also with the loss of julio he's uh, calvin be... ridley's still the number one target oh, on that course. team and i think calvin ridley's just going to get better but i think kyle pitts is a very good tight end i have. think that they're going to benefit each other because you can't put one person on kyle pitts mm-hmm. or calvin ridley Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I haven't. You haven't seen it transfer over completely from college to the pros with Kyle Pitts yet, but in college, you cannot put one guy on him. That's true. That's true. Um, Mike Evans. I okay. didn't realize he had the Mike Evans Tom Brady connection. Okay, now here's the thing. I do not like the Mike Evans pick. Why? Because I feel like Antonio Brown's gonna have a big year. It's true. And if you look at his numbers, because I had him last year. Mm-hmm. He was insanely touchdown dependent. Yeah. There were games where he would have two catches for six yards and two touchdowns. Got to remember, he's the only player in NFL history Mm -hmm. in his first seven seasons to have over 1,000 yards. Who knows if that's going to come to an end this year, 
but I think I think he's a reliable guy to have on your team. Always a safe pick. He might not put up the numbers he used to because of how many weapons they have, but he still should be an efficient player. And especially if he's having touchdowns with Tom Brady, that's going to help Will's team out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I uh. Because I, I think he's still by far the best red zone receiver receiver they have. I mean, the guy's so tall. He's, he's like, last massive. last year, I remember he had a game where he had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. Like, I also, the, that stat line's gonna get the job done. Mm-hmm. Like it, with Tom Brady too. Like that, that's double the points. Plus, they did just bring Chris Godwin back too, so I think that he'll have a pretty average year. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington defense. I think that's a keep and play defense they yeah, are top so defense. many so many sacks so many forced fumbles i think washington has a top five defense in the league i think washington t- could be scary this year fitz magic's like you know what i actually I gotta think go so out too. on a high note because they have gibson scary terry and if they have a quarterback that does do that it can it can happen mm-hmm. brandon mcmanus for the uh denver broncos kicking in that high elevation game. he'll get some long kicks for you um i don't like the backup quarterback situation he has yeah, like Taysom hill not even a Quarterback, who knows? Yeah. Maybe he's planning on putting him in at tight end if you can still do that. Ah, they took that away. <laughs> I will tell you the one bench spot that I really like on this team is well, there's two actually, AJ Dillon and Michael Pittman Jr. I think Dillon's going to get a big increase. Hope he might. I don't think he'll take over Aaron Jones quite yet. No, I, I think the Packers shouldn't have re-signed Jones, but that's besides the point. And Michael Pittman Jr. is going to have a breakout year, I think. Unless Carson Wentz throws the yard, the ball ten yards over his head. I I do like Michael Pittman Jr. Um, Dylan, I like a lot. I think that he will get a lot more goal line touches this year. Dylan, yeah, I mean he's. Have you seen the guy's thighs? Like he's Dude, they he's are humongous. massive, humongous. And was it the Quad Father? Is that what they call him? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a good nickname if it is. Uh, All right, what are we feeling for his record here? Here's the thing. I love. I think he has maybe the best receivers in this in this league. Um, I don't like his running back situation really at all, though. Uh, I'm giving Will eight, seven to eight wins. I was going to say seven. Um, I can't go much higher just because I... I mean, if this, if he has Javante <laughs> Williams at his RB2, who knows? This guy could be getting like four points a game. Like That could really bog him down. I, I think he has fantastic receivers and a good QB, uh, Tom Brady, Mike Evans connection, but this could... That could I, I'm I might even say five to seven wins in that range, depending on whether or not he can figure I, I, out his RB two. I can't put him too much higher just due to the fact that he has two starting rookies in his lineup, and mm-hmm. you never, you never know for sure how much volume they're going to bring in in their rookie year. You never mm-hmm. know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, next is uh, Team Farahadi, our friend Sean, who is a swindler of swindlers. He is. Do not trade with this. Do kid. not trade with this man. It is awful. Um, so this actually, he just did trade for Juju Smith-Schuster, who's in his lineup now, but his starting quarterback is the, uh, the slinger, Patrick Mahomes, who is, I mean, there's not really much to say about him except for the fact that he's going to put up numbers every game. I mean, he was my quarterback last year, always reliable. I, I think he had, like, one bad game, and that's just because their defense scored, like, three touchdowns. Like, this guy's going to, he's consistent 20-plus points a game easy, not even... It, that, that's that's what's going to happen. You're yeah, going to get really two touchdown to passes a game from him. You might even get a rushing one because he likes to use his legs. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a safe bet. He's going to do good. He's going to produce. Um, his RB1 is Aaron Jones, who I really like, but I'm not going to say he's in the best situation in Green Bay. I agree. I mean, he was my running back last year. He definitely 
with with the loss of Jamal Williams, I feel like AJ Dillon's more of like yeah, like a third down guy, like get the short gains. Mm-hmm. I feel like Aaron Jones is very valuable in the receiving game for sure, especially with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. And yeah, he has certain games where he just pops off, and other games where of course. I don't know. I I, th- I still think that's a solid RB one option. I'm not. Oh, complaining. I do. I, I like do. it a lot more than what he has at RB two. Miles Gaskin, I feel like is very. 50-50. He is consistent. They have some options in the backfield. They're they're just... Their offense is hard to figure out, I feel like. He is the RB1 coming into this year. They they have him up there on the depth chart as number one. But he's not like a uh, a Saquon or like a um, Kamara, like where he's like number one, everyone else. It's kind of like it's him. And then it's kind of like, you know, people can sneak up on him. They have... uh, Who's uh, RB2? Dude, I... I was going to say uh, Balaj, but he's in Pittsburgh now. No, I, I feel like we were discussing this earlier in someone's... Malcolm uh, Brown is their backup right Mal- there. Oh, yeah. True, Malcolm um, Brown. I mean, it's not, a, it's not a great great backfield there for them, but, I mean, Gaskin can pop off. I think he has potential to have either a great year, an average year. Um, he, he's just an unpredictable player. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to think of this. I, I, I feel like it could turn out to be a very good RB2 steal, or it could just be... Yeah, you might need to send him to the waivers in a few weeks. We'll see. But I don't think that'll be the case with his wide receiver one, which is uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, that, that guy is just yeah, he's insane. Kind of like Stephon Diggs. They're just there's nothing we should question about it. This guy's put up a hundred some catches every year. The only guy who can ruin him is Brock Osweiler, and he doesn't need to worry about that. So yeah, he has a very very capable quarterback in Kyler Murray. I think that they have a very good connection, and there's not much to say on him. He's going to put up minimum eight a game who would definitely exceed that but like even on his worst days where he has like four catches for 40 yards he'll get you like at least eight and like this is an explosive offense who loves to pass so I don't think that you'll have any issues with him Mm -hmm. Uh, his wide receiver too he got in a trade which was a a trade swindle but I'll I, I think Juju I like the Steelers receiver situation they all seem to get like the same amount of touches Juju Smith-Schuster. Who knows? Like, I don't. I don't think he's ever going to return to that one year where he had fourteen hundred receiving yards. That's just because their offense just isn't as explosive. He's not because he wasn't the key wide receiver there. Yeah. Now with the emergence of Claypool, I mean, it might have to draw some defenders away from Juju, but I personally think that the most valuable receiver on the Steelers team is Chase Claypool, and behind him. Well, overall, the person who got the most targets on the team last year was Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. So Juju, I think, is going to have a very nice role. He came back on a smaller deal for a one-year deal to stay in Pittsburgh because he likes it here. Um, I think he'll be a very capable wide receiver, too. He does even have a wide receiver one upside on his good days. Um, but I think I think he's very, very capable. Uh, his tight end, George Kittle, animal. I mean, like... Yeah, there's nothing to question there. Unless, unless injuries, which I, I don't think should be a problem with him. Even with the uh, question mark at the quarterback position, I think uh, George Kittle is primed to be a top three tight end. As, as we said, it's Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, everyone else. Unless Zacherts returns to form, which I don't know. You can keep well, hoping for that. Yeah, I, I keep hoping for that, for it, but who knows if it'll happen or not. I, uh, yeah, I, I, he's going to be a magnet with whoever's throwing to him, so there's no issue there. His flex is a... In, it's a very intriguing person in Mike Davis, who was a superhero for many last year for Carolina, 
whenever CMC got hurt, he put up insane numbers. I, I just don't know what to expect this year out of him. I'm expecting, like, what Todd Gurley did last year, honestly. Like, he'll have a few games where he scores touchdowns, but he's just not going to be effective. The Falcons still aren't that good of a team. They suck. A lot of holes to fill. Their defense is terrible. Plus, they're not going to uh, take time to kind of make sure he gets in a rhythm whenever they want to worry about their new wide receiver one yeah. and their rookie tight end. I mean, the Falcons are a throwing football team. They always have been ever since Matt Ryan's been there, at least. Matt uh, uh, except for when they had Michael Turner in the beginning. But, like, ever since that, all, Matt Ryan has thrown the ball so much. I, I think Mike Davis, a decent flex spot. He'll have a few good games here and there. But I, I'm not sure if, if that's if, if it's a great spot. We'll it's, see. It, we it's, have, it's unpredictable. We have it's to see unpredictable. what happens. Like him and Miles Gaskin, they're both question marks on this team. His defense, Steelers' defense, he's going to ride that all year long. I believe the Steelers have a top three defense. Mm-hmm. Um, TJ Watt snubbed last year. They're going to put up. Going to get a lot of sacks. They exactly. did lose. They did lose Bud Dupree though, right? To but the they Titans. did get um, Melvin Ingram. Oh, true. I forgot so about they, that. So they they are all set. They're firing all sim- cylinders. He's going to get some production out of there. Young Hoku, who was a stud last year, he's going to be a stud this year because I mean, the Falcons will be able to get a half. His cleats are still gone though. Remember that guy stole his car? You're not getting back? No, nah, not that I've heard of. I uh, I think whatever cleats he's wearing, he'll be able to boot the ball pretty far. Um, his backup quarterback, love the guy, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I think he's going to have a great year. Uh, great, okay. Great is a little bit of an overstatement. I think that he will have... He'll, he'll do ex- what he's supposed to do. Exactly. The Jaguars are going to win five or six games. He'll look good enough. He'll bring a promising future, but their team's just not talented enough yet. No. Um, yeah, as a backup QB, hope hope that he's playing a bad team on the week Mahomes has off. We'll see. Uh, I, I, uh, I like Pat Fryermuth and uh, Trey Sermon, both rookies who I think can take over the starting position on their team. Um, I mean, his bench outside of that isn't really too impressive, but I mean... I could see his team. Uh. I honestly, I feel like there's too many question marks on his bench, and with the RB two and flex spot, I think he's got a decent team. But it's similar to mine of last year, which was a four or five win team, and that's that's what I'm thinking for Sean right now. Not gonna lie. I'm gonna say seven or eight, just because I know he's not done trading. Yeah, I mean, if. The rest of our league's smart enough. They're not going to make a trade trades with him. I'm not making a trade. With him. Even, a if trade with even if it sounds awesome on paper, I know it's going to turn out terribly. So I'm saying, if this is to- Sean's team ha- as it is now, sorry, I'm putting you at five or six wins. I'll give you with this team. I'll give you six or seven. Now to uh, my ball, Zach Ertz, our friend uh, Jake Conley, I believe. Uh huh. Yeah, well, he's got all the Jets players. Exactly. Yeah, definitely Jake. So his quarterback. I, this is my favorite quarterback in the league. Matthew really? Stafford, yes. I, I've always been a Stafford fan. I'm excited to see him in a good organization, though. He should, he should do well. He's got he's got weapons with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Um, it's a shame what happened with Cam Akers at the running back situation. The O line is still looking strong. Uh, I think he should be a solid solid starting quarterback. Not mobile, but this guy deserves some appreciation, and hopefully, he's able to take a team to the play, take this Rams team to the playoffs this year. Now. Going back to where he came from, Detroit, his RB1, yeah, one, is DeAndre Swift. Um, I think DeAndre Swift is a great RB2. Mm-hmm. I agree. But as an RB1, I don't think his team is good enough for him to carry that responsibility of an RB1 on a team. 
he's going to have a much bigger role this year. He's speedy. He's elusive. He's going to get the ball out of the backfield and rush a lot. But I don't think the touchdowns are going to be there for him. I, I th- This is a rebuilding year for the Lions. Like I, I don't think they're going to be a great team. I love their coach, Motor City Dan. This guy's the man. He's insane. He's insane, but he's he brings an energy that I've never seen from a head coach. So hopefully what I'm hoping for DeAndre Smith is he shows some progress, uh, avoids the injuries, maybe rushes for over 1,000 yards. I, I, li- I like him in a, at a running back spot. Maybe not RB1, but I think he should do solid things for Jake's team. Uh, RB2, Daryl Henderson from Los Angeles. Uh, I I don't know. He he had some games last year. The, the Rams' backfield's just kind of a mystery. I, I really thought they found their guy in Cam Akers, but I think Daryl Henderson should have a decent season. Uh, maybe a few good games here or there, but I'm not sure if he's RB2 material for for week one. I, that's a big question. Oh, he's, he's, he's not. He's not. No. <laughs> they just got Sonny Michelle, too, so their whole backfield is in shambles right mm-hmm. now. Wide receiver one. Tyreek Hill, he's going to put up numbers. He's going to be a tank, honestly. He's going to get you at least, like D-Hop, at least on a worst day, eight a game, just based on pure receptions. Plus, I don't think there's that many players out there that if he runs a go, that they can stop him. Yeah, uh, really not much else to say. The, the guy's an animal so fast. Should have a great year once again with the Chiefs' explosive offense. Now, wide receiver two, bounce-back candidate Odell. Um the Browns offense actually did better after he got injured. So I want to see how they do with a full cohesive lineup and if Baker can spread the ball around to him to make him valuable. I just don't think Odell's a good fit on the Browns. I mean, I, I love the guy's personality. I think he's one of the, he might be the most talented wide receiver I've ever seen. But it was clear from his first year in Cleveland, which was just a mess when Freddie Kitchens is your coach. Uh. And last year, the Browns struggled with him in there i i hope that things can get better and he obviously has had some good games while he's been on the browns but like those are mainly against the bengals so i who they get to play twice a year but i i don't know i I, i'm i've got some big question marks about odell and his health i I think he's an okay at the wide receiver two spot obviously if he returns back to his glory days his first few years with the giants that that is is great upside yeah exactly exactly Um, but as of right now He's a mystery. His wide receiver two is kind of weak with Odell, but his tight end is practically a wide receiver one with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, I think that's great. But, like, one of them could have, like, a bad week. I, I remember that happened a few times with Tyreek a few times. Well, not really with Travis Kelsey, actually. I feel like he was pretty consistent. He's fairly consistent, yeah. But, um, again, that's just kind of like a balanced thing. you got to hope they both get their touches. Maybe they both find the end zone. Um. I, I love him. He's great. So, I mean, there's not really any complaints yeah, there. No. It's just hoping his wide receiver one and tight end kind of get along. Mm-hmm. Now, his flex is Corey Davis out of New, Je- uh, New York Jets. Jets. Uh, I don't know, man. The Jets suck. The Jets are bad, and they have Zach Wilson as the quarterback, which is they're hoping will turn out well. But I feel like most Jets free agent signings they've had these past few years have not done anything. Le'Veon Bell, awful. C.J. Mosley, I, I I forget he's on the team. I mean, he's only played like two games in two years or something like that. I, th- uh, I think the best player on the Jets team is Quentin Williams. Really? Yeah, he's not Jamison. Or is Jamison Crowder still on there? He team? is. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Corey Davis is still a solid player. Um, should produce okay. 
I don't know. It, it's just a question mark with um, Zach Wilson as the quarterback. I'm not 100% sure yet. Exactly. Bills D um, should be a uh, stick and play, I think. They're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember. What kind of year did they have last year? I feel like they had some bad games. but They, they had bad games, good games, but enough to where you'll probably play them every week. That's true. Uh, Matt Gay for the Rams. Um should be okay. I mean, it's a kicker. He might swap him out. Who knows? Ooh, on his bench, though, Jalen Waddle. That's he's he's got a good uh, plethora of wide receivers on the bench, though, with Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller from Miami. Nicole Hardman. I don't think he's really going to do much. Uh, he's uh, who knows? Tyreek Hill gets hurt. He steps into that speed. Exactly. Role. Uh, Marquez Callaway had a really good showing with Jameis Winston in the preseason. Really. And Trey Lance is his backup quarterback, which I mean. We'll see how that goes. There's not really. Uh, you gotta keep Matt Stafford in there the whole time. Oh, There's too many 100%. question marks with the rookie. Um, but honestly, Jake, I don't like your team at all. I- I'm <laughs> saying, I'm saying four wins. That honestly is about right. I'll give it four to five. Um, I know you're gonna come at us and hate us for this, but it's just 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 come out and try to prove us wrong. Okay? Exactly. You know what? We want the we want the best for you. Um, next team. Oh, Stevie, it's my team. It's your team. It's my team. Now we start off with uh, Russell Wilson at quarterback. Yeah, I think I think Russell Wilson, if he starts off like he did last year, it should be great. He falls he... way too deep in every damn draft. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just hoping for a typical Russell Wilson year, 30 plus touchdowns, uh, does a decent amount on the ground game, and hopefully that I mean that should be able to. They have a bring very, to very, top five QB status a, at least in fantasy perspective. They have a very high powered offense, so I don't yeah. think there's any issue with Russell Wilson there. He's no. going to be a dog. Um, if he's healthy, if he's playing, start him all the time. Same with your uh, your running back one, who Dalvin is the guy Cook. that I wanted because I had to pick right after you. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Cook, he's gonna he's gonna tear it up this year unless he gets injured. Uh, that's really it. That's why I picked Madison as my backup just in case he does get injured. I'll have that insurance policy. But Dalvin Cook should be a top three running back once again. I don't see why he wouldn't be. I'll be very disappointed if he isn't. Um, it's kind of like your. Uh, my Camara and Murray situation. Yeah. Uh, when the backup has to play, they put up. So I obviously like that pick. Oh yeah. Um, but Dalvin Cook, really can't say too much about him. He's going to be a stud. And he's going to put up numbers. He's safe. Mm-hmm. Now I love your RB two. David Montgomery. People. Finish, he finished out the last four games. He last four or five games of last season. He was, I think, the best running back in the league, in terms of points. In fantasy, he he was ranked four in the past five weeks. Okay. He is amazing in my eyes. I yeah, I think I think I might have the best running back core in the league, honestly. All right, might well, be a hot take. I mean, I think this is a really good running back core. At least okay. the, the ones that I'm looking at I, right now. I would I would give that to you pre ETN injury, but I think that with James Robinson starting, I have Kamara, Chris Carson, and Robinson. That, okay, all right. I I didn't uh, put flex into account because I don't really have a good third running back, so. But as far as top like two running top backs two, go, I, I will give you your top two over my top yeah, two. Yeah. Um, plus, he has, at some point in the early season, Justin Fields is going to take over, which I means know. they have to respect the RPOs, and I, I think it'll just open it up a lot for him. Um, and a wide receiver I was giving praise to before, Deontay Johnson is the first wide receiver you have here. I think even if he doesn't put up 100 yards, he will get minimum six, seven catches a game. Hopefully. I mean, they have three wide receivers. Uh, the Steelers spread the ball, though. I feel like all three receivers have their upside. Claypool, Schuster, Johnson, they'll all 
They'll all put up similar numbers, I feel like. Exactly. I, I, I think they'll have a good season. Yeah. Wide receiver two? Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Now, he's going to a run-heavy offense, but people always underestimate every single year Ryan Tannehill. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I honestly think I, – I still think Julio is a much better player than A.J. Brown. I think if we see the Julio that we want to see, barring any injuries, he could – he could have a fantastic season. This I year. expect uh, he slipped way too low in my opinion. He slipped really low, and I think that even if he doesn't put up a hundred yards a game, he will, you know, find himself in the red zone a lot with that offense, and he'll have a lot of opportunities. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Then tight end one, uh, we got Darren Waller. I think uh, we already talked about yeah, this. He's, he's top, top three. three. Top three. I think he should have another great season over a thousand yards. At least I'm hoping. I think so. I mean, they Henry Ruggs maybe is. He's not. Darren Waller is the number one option on offense. <laughs> Bless you, Stephen. All right. Sorry about that. Um, the flex. flex. Interesting. We got Devonta Smith. This is a question mark. You never know how Eagles wide receivers turn out because the past few years they've drafted absolute garbage at wide receiver. Oh, here you go. But this was the one pick that I actually was excited for when I heard JJ Arthega Whiteside over DK <laughs> Metcalf. What the hell are you doing? When I hear Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. What the hell are you doing? This was the one pick where I was like, all right, this is going to work out for us. I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm probably a little over-optimistic, but I, I think Devonta Smith is going to have I'm, a good season. I'm a Steelers fan, and I agree with you. I think that he's going to take over their wide receiver one some point. You know, I think it'll take him maybe a week or two to kind of get that chemistry. Who set off the smoke detector? The smoke detector? All right. Hold on. We're gonna, oh, we're going to pause this real quick. I'm so sorry. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. Okay, all sorry right. about that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Calvin was probably cooking something, and it started to fucking burn. So, <laughs> um, and then I have Colts defense, which I, I'm using as a week to week. Like I'm using that every week if they're just they're, as good as they were last year. There are some solid. games where they put up over 20 points. I saw they were position ranked three last year. Um, they've they've got talent on that defense. Justin Tucker, I pick him every year. He's he's, he's the most reliable kicker in the game. In he's my the opinion. best kicker in NFL history. Um, when it comes to uh, my bench, Let's, let me let me take a look All here. Right. <laughs> All right, Madison's a great uh, security option for Dalvin Cook. Um, love Antonio Brown on your bench. I think he's going to go a step above last year. He might come back to his close to prime phase. Is that good? What? It's not like okay. It was just a different screen than before. This? Yeah, it's still filming, right? Yeah, it's right there. Okay. All right. Um, Slight technical confusion, but we're all good. We're all good. Um, yeah, I love Antonio Brown. Um, backup quarterback, Matty Ice. He throws a lot, so that's a good backup. Well, use him as trade bait, too. We'll see. Honestly. And uh, Nelson Aguilar, I think, with Mac, Mac Jones might have a good year. Yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I just picked him. Why not? Exactly. I, I, I've even got some uh, even, a, a, extra spots. Even bench play. spot up, as you might have to go look over yeah. there. So, in all, I want to hear your prediction. I think I'm going to be the best team in the league this year. I think I'm at 11 or 12 wins. Or may, maybe not that much, because I'm going to have down weeks. I, I'm, I'm going to 10 see, to 11. I see your team in the range as mine. Which is, what, what do we pick for you? For I you? think we picked around nine wins for me. Nine wins. Okay. I, I, I see. I see. I see you that. hitting double digits. Okay. I see you hitting double digits. All right. Now, now, time for a uh, team sweaty C. Calvin, the smoke alarm guy. Yeah, and he also does not know a whole lot about football, but I think his team made the playoffs last year, didn't they? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so at quarterback, I normally love this guy at quarterback, 
and I'll love him again if he gets back to like healthy. Uh, Dak Prescott. Hey, I've got no doubts in Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott's gonna have a great year. I hate the Cowboys, but I've always liked Dak Prescott. I think he's a good stand-up guy. Uh, his road to recovery, I feel like, is pretty inspirational. I feel like he's gonna have a great year. Hopefully, I'm hoping for his sake that he does. After all he's been through with that stuff exactly. with his brother, I think he's gonna have a great season. Um, his RB one, I love this guy too, Jonathan Taylor. Um, uh, kind of a slow start to last year with a mix of touches. They didn't know who was their clear-cut RB one in Indianapolis, but I think, especially after finishing in the top rushers last year, I think that he is the clear-cut number one there. He had he had over 200 yards in Week 17, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think he really turned on towards the end of the year. I think he's going to have a fantastic season, top five running back, potentially. We'll see. His RB2, I was very high on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming into last year. Now, I, I'm still up there without the, with the departure of Le'Veon Bell and with the departure of... Um, Actually, no, Damian Willis is Williams. Damian is Williams up. sat out because of COVID. They, yeah. they have Damian and Daryl Williams now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I Clyde is the clear-cut one. I just want to see him take on a bigger role this year, and then I'll have a lot of faith I, in him. I, I mean, after week one, I was like, wow, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like, this is going to be the greatest offense of all time. And it was still a great offense, but Clyde did not reach his first week heights of last year. I think he's capable of it, but the Chiefs are just such a pass-heavy offense. That's, that, that's, the, that's the one thing I hate about rookies that go off week one because – they have a great game, and then their coaching staff, and honestly, every fantasy owner thinks that's that, that's their everyday stat line, and it's just, you know, mm-hmm. he'll put up like 12, 13 points, which is great, but uh, he puts up like 25 the first week, and they're like, okay, this is what he's going to do. Honestly, I feel like we're, I feel like Clyde is the definition of an RB2. I feel like we're going a little too hard on him, but. No, he, he, he is a very good RB2, and some. He has RB1 upside with that offense, just with how much they score. Exactly. Now you're right. Now his wide receiver one, I love it. Terry McLaurin, especially with Fitzmagic, I think that... I think he's just going to get better. <clears throat> last year, he kept putting up numbers no matter who his quarterback was. Whoever throws him the damn ball, he's going to catch it. That's how I, I don't is. know. Dwayne Haskins was completing like three passes a game. So I, yeah, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say he was producing with Dwayne Haskins, especially when they put him in at the end. That's my QB3. <laughs> But I, I think I think McLaurin, if Fitzmagic stays in the whole year, he should produce quite well, along with Logan Thomas, as we were talking about earlier. I think Washington has a very underrated roster. I feel like McLaurin's going to have a good season. Um, Chris Godwin is his wide receiver, too. I like him. He's going to have a very wide receiver, two-esque season. He um, struggled with injuries last year, too. I feel like if he's, if he's able to get into more of a rhythm, that he should, he should do very well. I, like him, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, it's unpredictable just – how good they're going to be because we've seen those guys at their full potential and it's on um, they put up unbelievable numbers i think but we'll for see. the bucks you'll spin a wheel throw a dart at all three names whichever one that lands on they can have a big game that's yeah. how it is uh his tight end noah Fant, good body good hands he's a big tight end i like him what um, kind of year did he have last year he right? he was injured for like half of last year okay um with Teddy two gloves. Um, I think he'll have a pretty good year. Not the Broncos are pretty wide receiver heavy though. Yeah, I feel like they they're gonna look to their wide receivers first. I feel like Fant is like another one of those middle of the road tight ends. Especially with really sure. uh, two second year wide receivers, uh, yeah. Hamler and Judy. They're gonna try to develop them. Oh uh, yeah. Um, and don't don't forget Cortland Sutton's not exactly. in this year. Um, but Noah Fant's gonna be an okay tight end. I like him. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Galladay, 
I adored this man with Matt Stafford. I loved that connection. But he has Daniel Jones thrown to him, and I'm not sold on Daniel He's Jones. He's also got those injury questions. He only played in, what, like five or six games exactly. last year. Um, they, they're paying him a lot of money, so he should – I feel like he should be a solid flex option, um, He's especially be, with the depth that he has at wide receiver. He's going to be their wide receiver one, for sure. Yeah. Um, for the Giants. Yeah. Make, make I don't that know. Clear. Golden Tate might turn back the clock. Who knows? Dude, I don't uh, know. I'm just fucking with <laughs> <laughs> um, Defense? A healthy 49ers defense is a stick on the play in my I, I drafted the 49ers defense early last year, like really early, and uh, it didn't work out at all. I dropped them after like week four. But well, if they're think, healthy. Yeah, healthy, they're they dangerous. They should be great. Jason Sanders is the kicker for the Dolphins. I mean, he was the number one ranked kicker last year. If he puts up points, you keep him. If not, you ditch him. It's that simple. Um, let's look at his bench. Michael Gallup. I feel like if Galladay, if Daniel Jones is just horrific, you could put Michael Gallup or Cole Beasley. Like these, these guys are all decent flex options. If Cole Beasley plays, remember yeah, he's not vaccinated. That's, that's you know, true. That's true. That's true. Uh, Zach Moss, intriguing. You know, with that whole running back situation in Buffalo, but Evan Ingram is his backup tight end. You know, there's a. There's a lot of okay situations here with Debo Samuel as well. Yeah, a lot of the questions that I had with the starters, the the backups are also decent options you could have. I, I, I see Calvin. I feel like we've been saying this a lot, but I, I see Calvin as like a, a six, seven win team. I, I agree, yeah. We do say it a lot, but I mean, <laughs> if someone has six wins, that means someone else has to have the other six wins. So yeah, that's it's true. It's going to be spread around, but I see six or seven. Um, depending on how the rest of the league goes, he could be a borderline sneak in because we upped to six playoff teams this year. That's true. He might be able to sneak in, but uh, it's not bad. Nope. Now on the team chauffeur, uh, Frank. I don't know if I said that right, but I love you. Um, his quarterback, Kyler Murray. I love money. it. Money. Just yeah, that's all you got. Money. He's D hop. Um, he run. He ran for like eight hundred yards last exactly. year. Exactly. I, I I would take him over Lamar. I, I honestly, from a fantasy standpoint, yeah, uh, he's a much better thrower. He also league. might be able to. Uh, Rejuvenate AJ Green. That's true. That's true. Um, now his RB one and RB two. I personally think this is a great tandem. He has Austin Eckler's as RB one, healthy. He's not going to get you a hundred games on the ground, but he will get you fifty to sixty in the air. He he'll catch like seven to eight passes, just sneak up with on you with those points. You know, they're two three yard catches. Like Austin Eckler, honestly, is a great RB one, and especially with him being healthy because when he was hurt, they I, I remember I had a. Uh, What's their one? Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly, yeah. Like, they're just, they were inconsistent. Like, Austin Eckler is clearly the best running back on that team. And he's going to get a lot of touches. Oh, yeah. Uh, Antonio Gibson, I think he's going to take a big leap forward this year. Um, Yeah, I mean, he really picked it up towards the second half of last season, like most of Washington's team. Um, I I think he's, as I've said, Washington has an unbelievably underrated roster. I, I feel like Washington could be one of the better teams in the NFC. If their young players develop, exactly, and Ron, Ron Rivera is their coach, very inspiring story. It should work out for him. Now back to LA, but this time the Rams instead of the Chargers. You have Robert Woods as his wide receiver one. I don't hate that. Um, uh, Robert Woods is underrated with Matthew Stafford as his quarterback exactly. now, and I feel like they have like less weapons than before potentially. They lost. Uh, who did they lose? They lost somebody. I just feel like the offensive line's not as strong as it's been in previous years. Uh, with Cam Akers hurt as well, they really yeah. Matthew Stafford has some pass-heavy teams. I feel like Robert Woods could have his best season yet this year. I like that. I like that. I agree. Um, he's he he's been a stud. He mm-hmm. gets he gets consistent points. Uh, his wide receiver too, Amari Cooper. He also 
again, is a stud. He's very underrated just because he, I mean. Well, when, when Dak went, he was, was he, he was the number one ranked receiver? He was the number one receiver before Dak went down because I had him and Dak on my team last year in one of my leagues. And Amari Cooper was lighting the shit up out of fucking Dallas. Yeah, I, I remember that. Honestly, like looking at this roster, this is a good team. Uh, yeah, no, it's kind of scary. TJ Hawkinson as tight end. I mean, he was one of the best in the league last year. He made the Pro Bowl. Uh, he grew out his hair like Motor City Dan. So oh, got to respect that. I just want to see how he works with uh, Jared Goff. That's all. I, that's my I, only I, question. I, I still think he, he should he should do just fine. Um, maybe not as well, but he, he's still he's a, solid. a solid tight end option. His flex is Tyler Boyd, kid out of Pittsburgh. Uh, it's. I feel like they're trying to put Tyler Boyd by the wayside, drafting Jamar Chase and then having T. Higgins, who got a lot better as the season went on last year. Tyler Boyd's going to take a decline. I I will agree with you on that. Um, I'm hoping he stays he stays good. He does have uh, Jamison Crowder and Devontae Parker on his bench if that doesn't work out, though. Which, Devontae Parker, is if he played awesome two years ago. He had his ups and downs last year. He's struggling with injuries all year though jameson crowder's consistent jameson crowder is very good when he's healthy too so i i don't mind i don't mind that um broncos defense that's with a healthy vaughn miller you know they actually have a fairly good defense so we're gonna see how that goes um i would keep them in uh greg zerline for his kicker dallas 50 50 he's he he was very good on the rams i don't know his bench um wide receiver depth is good running backs they're all kind of questionable. Leonard, Leonard Fournette, I mean, his running back core is strong, but Leonard Fournette, if he returns to playoff form, I think the – honestly, I think Frank has the best team in the league after looking through this. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I think he might win 11, 12 games. I could see him with almost a perfect record, yeah. I mean, I, I won't say perfect because every team well, has no, their down I'm, weeks. I don't know what these guys' bye weeks I, are. I would, I would give him like 11, 12. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All right, Frank, you bastard. Team Scanlon. All right, Bradley. Okay. Now, just to start off right now, I looked at this before. His quarterback situation is atrocious. But his quarterback one right now is Joe Burrow. Um, He's got the young guys at QB. I, I, don't, I don't like that for fantasy. I love Joe Burrow, but his offensive line is atrocious. I think he's holding out hope that Deshaun Watson is going to be able to play this year. Even he does have I, Deshaun Watson. I doubt, I doubt that will happen, but we'll see. I mean, Joe Burrow, will, he's a question mark coming off his ACL with – Jamar Chase not performing right now, um, but he's, if a they, good, he's a good quarterback. I have hopes for him, but if Jamar I, Chase and him get clicking, it can be dangerous, just with their already previous chemistry. Going into Week One, though, he has the worst quarterback situation yes. out of any team. Though. Um, RB one, Derrick Henry, um, absolute beast on the ground. Beast, but no receiving value. That's why I picked Camara over him because mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to lie a little bit more on the pass game this year than they did last year with Julio. That's true. Um, Derrick Henry's still going to go nuts, but I, I just I, I do find it concerning that he, he, with how well he played against the Ravens two years ago and how shut down he was by them in the wild card round this week. I'm hoping that's not just like a jump off the cliff for him because he is getting a little bit older. But I, I still do think that's a great pick. Derrick Henry's going to have a good he year. Is. Uh, his RB two is a backup running back, James Conner. I do not like that at all. Um, that's not a good RB two. Especially, that's just not a good situation. No. Um, he wasn't RB1 in his previous team, but right now... I, I, I just... feel like as the year goes on, he's going to get more carries, though. I feel like uh, Chase Edmonds is more of the receiving guy there. I don't know. It's it's very interesting to see what will happen. It's not a good RB2. Yeah. DK Metcalf has his wide receiver. His wide receivers are stacked. 
DK Metcalf as his wide receiver one. I think he's going to have another explosive year. He's a massive body with speed, great hands. He's just going to match up with Russell Wilson great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I think he's just going to get better, uh, honestly. Wish I had him to compliment Russell Wilson. And he also has A.J. Brown to compliment the Julio Jones that you have. That's true. Um, A.J. Brown is going to see a little bit of decline in target share with uh, Julio coming to town, but... I mean, they lost Corey Davis. I, I feel like he'll still he'll still have a good year. He'll still oh, have he's, over 1,000 yards. He's, he's dangerous. Yeah. Though, Bob Tunyon. Big Bob Tunyon. 11 touchdowns last year. That He's touchdown dependent, though. He is. I, I had him, and there were weeks where he would just have, like, one catch for four yards and nothing else. I, I, I'm. It's not a bad tight end situation. As we said, there's the drop-off of the tight ends. But when Big Bob has his big weeks, he's going to be putting up big numbers. Holy shit, Brad. His flex is Tyler Lockett. Oh yeah, he's. I didn't see that. Uh, yeah, honestly, I don't. I don't like having DK and Tyler Lockett because I had Tyler Lockett last year. There was one game where he put up fifty-three points or something like that. The next week he put up three. Yeah, it's him or DK. I, I wish there was more of a balance in that target share, but it's him or DK. That's how it is. I mean, they're both great, but there's just not a. Maybe we see a better split this year between them, but last mm-hmm. year it was certainly one goes off, one watches, the other goes off. Yeah. Uh, Rams defense, I mean, you have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. That's a keep them, play them all year. Uh, Tyler Bass, who scored the most points in franchise history for the Bills last year. I did not know that. Yep. Uh, keep him in. His bench, he has Cortland Sutton and Chase Claypool. I think that's very solid bench-wide receivers. You know, they could easily both slide into that flex spot. He needs he needs to make a trade package for a running back, though. I mean, because his RB, I mean, Devin Singletary's on his bench. He gets like six carries a game. His, uh, his RB2 is going to hold him down a Austin lot. Hooper's a good backup tight end. Uh, honestly, Brad, what are you doing? you got you got to trade some of this uh, extra wide receivers you got, and uh, I think I think you could have a good team. But as of yeah. right now, I think you've got like a three- to four-win team. I, I agree. Right now, you know, if Deshaun comes back and potentially gets traded to Miami, which is where they're looking, mm-hmm. um, that would kind of screw over your other backup, Tua. But D- Deshaun <laughs> could help you out some. I, I think back. if Deshaun comes back and he's able to, because he has the pieces to trade for an RB too, I think Brad could end up being, as we said, like in that middle of the pack, like a seven-win team. But if he doesn't trade for an RB two, I see him as yeah. a four-win yeah, team. Yeah, no, right I, I, I agree. I agree. Brad, make some moves. All right, we're telling you right now. Micah, Team Kolb, um, Team Kolb or Team Cobb? How do you say? I say Kolb. Uh, it could okay. be Cobb. Okay. I don't. Either you know way, who, do you know who Kevin Cobb is? I do. Okay, all right. I've, first football signature I got was from him. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Quarterback one, Lamar Jackson. Um, I mean, I think he's a little bit overhyped, but he'll use his legs all day and he'll get him running, running points yeah. off the charts. We're not going to see 2019 Lamar Jackson numbers again. I, I, I just feel like teams have figured him out enough as a passer. He's still got that. He's still going to run for a ridiculous amount Especially of yards. Especially with J.K. Dobbins out this year. Oh yeah, he will use his legs a lot, hey, so he will put up points. Mr. Gus, Gus Edwards, Gus I feel Bus. Like he's gonna, he's gonna do well. Um, he will put up points, but I mean, it's just he's not gonna go back to his MVP form. No, no, I, I still think he's a solid QB one. Of course, our RB one, uh, Nick Chubb, animal. Uh, yeah, I had him last year. Even though he splits carries with Kareem Hunt, I feel like those guys complement each other. Uh, Kareem Hunt's maybe a little bit better in receiving, but Nick Chubb still gets some catches, and Nick Chubb is. An animal. The guy averages like over five yards a carry. He's That's, a bulldozer. He's a great number one RB. RB two. I love this pick, Najee Harris. Oh, he's gonna be amazing. He's gonna explode in Pittsburgh. I think he has RB one upside. Um, his running back situation is very solid as of right now. Um, 
going down to his wide receiver one, Allen Robinson. Again, I love this guy, especially if Justin Fields starts because Justin Fields throwing on the run is amazing and very accurate, which is what the Bears missed last year because Darno Mooney made Jalen Ramsey his son and broke his ankles and got open so many times just for Nick Foles and Mitch DeBitch, who I love, to overthrow him. The MVP. MVP, baby. And uh, I think with a capable quarterback, Allen Robinson will go off this year. He's never had one. Even with Blake Bortles, the guy had 1,400 receiving yards one year. I think he's one of the most underappreciated receivers. And if Justin Fields is able to produce at the rookie level, like have a Justin Herbert type season last year, I think Allen Robinson, Robinson could be like a top three receiver. I in think the so league. as well. Uh, we were talking about T. Higgins before as his uh, wide receiver too. I think he's going to do well again. I mean, he really improved down the stretch. Had some good games uh, if, with Joe Burrow healthy. And Jamar Chase, probably Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd demanding some attention. I think T. Higgins could be a secret gem at wide receiver too. He's a good player. Uh, his tight end, Mark Andrews from Baltimore, stud. Yeah, he's he's, he's basically like a wide receiver in that offense. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. Is Nick Boyle still on that team, or did they get rid of him? I actually don't know. Here, let's look that up. He's looking that up right now, but uh, as it stands with um. Mark Andrews, he's a very capable and very yeah, athletic. How do I get out of this? Uh, just close it. Alright. Yikes. Right there. Ah, okay. Nope. Fuck. But yeah, Mark Andrews is very, very good. I like him. I like what he does. And I think that even on the Ravens, who I don't like, I think that he will put up very solid tight end numbers. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's one of the better tight ends. DJ Chark is his flex, um, question mark, but I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm i trying to see what he's got on his bench. Uh, Marquise, Marquise Brown. Hollywood Brown could do well. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for Hollywood Brown to explode after that week. He doesn't have Miami. a lot of wide receiver depth, though. No, that's that's true. Um, and his running backs all seem to be backups. Yeah. Um, same with his tight end who works. His backup tight end, Hunter Henry, works in a two-tight end system. And Zach Wilson is his backup that, quarterback. That could be fine. Maybe maybe he, he should look to the waiver wire or a trade to try and fix that flex spot. Because other than that, I think Micah's team is very strong. As it is right now, I'll give it seven, six, seven. But if he updates it, maybe eight. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I can agree with that. And we move to the... I, I, I'm thinking maybe even nine, honestly. Nine, he, yeah. He's able to fix yeah, his flex. Yeah, exactly. Especially with those strong RBs. But uh, moving to the last team in our league, Ram Ranch, Ohm Vias is the owner of that. And uh, starting off with his quarterback, it's the returning MVP, Aaron Rodgers. No complaints about that. He's going to go off. It's it's the last dance for the Packers. Exactly. He's going to have a great season. He's going to want to get paid after this year, too. So. Oh, yeah. Well, he'll make it work. Uh, uh, Joe, Joe Mixon. Mixon. Everyone avoids this guy like the plague in fantasy drafts, I feel like. he's He has some big weeks. You just got to believe in him. I, I feel like he's not a great RB1. He's one of those inconsistent players, and with a terrible offensive line still, who knows? But I, I personally don't hate Joe Mixon as much as other people do. I, I feel like he's just going to have a similar season to what he's done this pe- and like last year. Josh Jacobs this year fell out of the RB1 conversation. I think he's now an RB2. Yeah, I, I was expect, especially with how he, start, he started off hot last year. Yeah. And I was expecting him to really take over. But especially with Kenyon Drake now, I feel like those guys are going to be splitting some touches. I think his time for an RB1 has passed, and we're going to see hopefully 
a strong RB two, but you know he can always back up from that. He's as well. un- he's unpredictable. I I think he's still got enough upside, but the Raiders are just a team that disappoints every year. His so. his running backs are soft. He does have Gus Edwards on his bench, who is now the RB one yeah. in Baltimore. But again, we won't see exactly how well he does. Yeah. Um. You know. Even Gus Edwards, I mean, it might I, be a question mark for a couple of weeks, but I feel like he'll he'll figure it he'll, out. I I in. just don't see an RB one on his team right now. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's he's got some confusion there. He does have a wide receiver one, Devonte Adams. That Aaron Rodgers Devonte Adams combo is going to be nasty. Well, that's what won won Sean the championship last year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. That's that's honestly the focal point of this team, without a doubt. Like, yeah, those they're, are by they're far filthy. the two strongest players. Um, his wide receiver two is Jerry Judy. Um, hopefully he figures it out. He had some shakes last year, but his route running is insane, and I think that, with, again, Teddy Bridgewater under center, he picks it up a little bit. I, I, I can agree with you on that. Um, Mike Gusecki, Penn State proud at tight end. He is actually coming into his own in Miami. I like him. He had a good – he especially picked it up towards the second half of the season. I feel like Tua feels most comfortable throwing the ball to Gusecki, honestly. I, I like him there, staying there. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good spot for tight end. Um. His flex, I think, is going to be out of a job by week six. Raheem Mostert. Hey, I love Raheem Mostert, but again, like they drafted Trey Sermon. That's I, true. I think that they're going to. Split I'm not time. sure if he's going to be out of a job. I just feel like the 49ers are one of those teams that uses a lot of running backs. Like some, like it's for the Super Bowl year, especially like some weeks it was Tevin Coleman. Some they really went with Mostert towards the end of the season. They even had a couple. Matt Breida was on that team too. Mm-hmm. Like it, the the 49ers like to use their running backs, but I, I'm not sure. if their fantasy starting material every week. They I, could bring some bad That's weeks. an iffy flex for me. His running back yeah. situation all across the chart is iffy. Um, mm-hmm. Bucks defense, Super Bowl champions, they're going to be solid. Yeah, no worries there. Graham Gano. Graham Gano is a great kicker. Yeah, exactly. He uh, he might put up numbers even on the Giants. Ooh, I, I like Cooper Cup and Darnell Mooney, honest. yeah. uh, honestly. Honestly, I feel like he, those guys are going to have big starts to the season. Exactly. I, I feel like he should use... One of those guys, or flex. Judy, they don't get rid of Devonte Adams, but no, no, I feel like they should use that as trade bait to get a clear cut. Or well, it's hard to trade for a clear cut RB one, but maybe get more assurance. Insurance. I, I would, if I was him, I would package position. one of them with Gus Edwards and say, "Hey, yeah. he's the starting running back. Give him one of those receivers and get yourself an actual RB one." Yeah, I, I agree. But um, um, your team. Uh, as it stands right now, barring Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers, this is not a good team. Um. I'm saying, I'm saying five wins right now. Okay. Even though you have a great, the best QB wide receiver they, combo, they you can only take you so far. Exactly. Yeah. I would say four to six. Um, now that's that's the whole rankings for the league. If we're gonna crown a champion as of right now, I'm, I'm going Frank. I'm going Frank. Frank seems to have the best roster as of right now. Um, now people on other teams can take off, like on Team Kirk. If you see, you know, maybe Antonio Brown burst out of his shell. Then that would be an insane pickup. Same with uh, Devontae Smith. For myself, if James Robinson can go back to last year, he's going to go nuts. Same with Chris Carson staying healthy. Or like LaVishka Sinault or Jamar Chase. You know, there's people that can explode there. Same deal with every single team, so you never know for sure. But mm-hmm. um, for our first episode, we're talking about this. And after going through all the rosters, I think Frank is the number one right now in the league i agree with you on that so before we close out because this is called smh sports we're going to have the smh my head moment of the week where we both come up with something that made us smh our head throughout this week all right what's what's yours mine would be uh 
Hmm. Are we sticking sports? Or are we sticking overall? You can go overall. Just don't take slim chickens. From oh, me. I know. I would never do All that. Right. Um, so my SMH my head moment this week would probably be the rain we witnessed today. Yeah. I had to walk home from class two separate times today, and both times it was pouring on me, and I did not have a good time. I was sitting there with Micah's umbrella, and I was like, this is not doing shit. I was getting the wind blown on me, and I was SMHing my head on my walk home, man. Well, if I had to do the SMH my head moment, not just of the week or of the school year so far, it would have to be going to the hub, which is where they've got some restaurants, some places for you to do work and whatnot. And the big staple there has been Chick-fil-A since I've been coming to school. I would I eat Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A every single day. Exactly. If Chick-fil-A was still at the hub, I would wait an hour in that line every day just so I could get myself some Chick-fil-A. And I expected to be waiting for Chick-fil-A when I went back there. And I'm waiting. The line's big. I was like, let's go, Chick-fil-A. And it's fucking Slim Chickens in the line instead. Does anyone know what else, what, what Slim Chickens is? Because it sucks. The nuggets were terrible. The sandwich was okay but i'm not going back there to wait in line again and i was just i was SMHing my head the entire walk back fuck you slim chickens do not stay at our school goodbye it was it was really really bad um i i got the same meal as steve i got the chicken sandwich and a side of tenders and it just well it wasn't doing it for me man it was it was awful like the sauces are bad it's just i mean i didn't get any sauce i don't care i'm never going back so. if, if you guys are listening to this slim chickens um We'll always accept sponsors, just not from you. Um, I mean, you guys suck. Um, All right, but that just about wraps it up. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, Hopefully you'll join us again soon. Yeah, this episode was a little bit different than what we're normally going to do. We're normally going to go over, um, you know, typical sports news, some Penn State news, um, all different sports. But we decided to start it off with our fantasy football draft as we just went over. We'll have some guest speakers, some of our friends come on and talk about what they like. You know, our friend uh, Jake, JC, he'll probably come on and rant about the Jets for a good 45 minutes. But, you know, we might start up a TikTok or an Instagram or something. You guys can always ask us to talk about stuff. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing what the future holds. I like that. That was very insightful. Yeah, thanks. Um, so this, this does it for the first episode. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah!